I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is the APPC Podcast. Yeah, they've, they've, they've changed the spelling, yeah. Why? You, rem- you remember when there was a thing called a marathon that became a snicker? Yeah, but that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Before we go any further, <laughs> how does that make sense? Because <laughs> I realise I'm about to give you the reason that's probably the reason why Dame Bar changed. <laughs> and that it was the American name. Yeah, and uh, Dame Bar is the European name. Oh, that's a stupid name. Well, not really. It's just Dame, isn't it? Yeah, but it's spelled what, what is that? Well, it's nothing. Neither is a neither is a marathon in a chocolate form. No, it's because when you're running a marathon, you need some chocolate and nuts to keep you going. I don't think that's true. I think that's bad for you. It's a sports bar. They probably didn't know that in the eighties. It's like that episode, of The Likely Lads, where he he's doing the bike race with the uh, Nuki Brown Ale. But but it was definitely a thing in the eighties because look at them about can a Mars a day helps you work, rest, and play. Yeah, but that's just, How does that's just sugar factual. and stuff make you rest? It's going to hyper you up and you're going to... Okay, the rest part, yeah, that's a lie. You can't eat a Mars bar before you go to sleep. And play, you've eaten so many Mars bars, you're quite fat. Oh, like that fat panda without bones. Yeah. And work. Your hands are going to be covered in chocolate, you're going to get all of your keyboard. But one, you don't know how to eat in a Mars. You keep it in the wrapper. <laughs> I've never done that. Yeah, you all, you t- throw, the first thing you do is throw the wrapper away, then wonder why you're covered in shit. Man, well, you've seen that quickly. I eat so it doesn't get a chance to melt. Well, I assumed you'd change that because I haven't seen you eat chocolate, obviously, because of the milk chocolateness. And I don't know if you like dark chocolate. I do. Um, I do. I had um, a Gray's box the other day, which was um, dark cherry tart or something. It was called. I don't know why Filthy. it was called that because it was just it was um, some walnuts. Some raisins and some dried cherries Uh And some uh, really quite huge dark chocolate buttons Which went down a treat Are you supposed to put it in the microwave or something? No, no, it's just just a little snack thing Yeah, but you said it was a tart And it doesn't have anything that makes a tart It just said, even on the front of the thing It says dark chocolate tart Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not a tart And in brackets above it in tiny letters It goes, our interpretation of in brackets. <laughs> you're like, okay, well, technically your packaging does not lie. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Because I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be one of those again, little brownie sort of things or something yeah, yeah. made up. But well, that's, no. you know, even yeah. that's not a tart, no, right? A tart needs pastry. I would, I would. You probably can't even eat pastry anymore. No. I mean, you can, but it needs yeah. to be, you know, made right. by special people like my sister. Once one of the things that I've done this week is I've tried out a lot of those like ready meals, vegan mm-hmm. ones. Yep. Which is why I've put on about four or five pounds. I, mean, I didn't even notice that because you yeah. usually come around wearing uh, you know a white shirt, yeah. and you're in a t-shirt today, so yeah. it uh, hides a lot of sin. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hide the sin. So I have tried Hide the sin. What did they have the other day? There was some in. There was one brand. I can't remember what they're called, but um, they use like pea protein and stuff. Okay. And they made something that I tried the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember. Because um, <laughs> the people at home can't see you point at your cock. Um, and it was it was pretty much um, a meat-free kebab, sort of kebab meat shawarma. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll give that a bash. And have you ever had that one during me? The, it's a sort of packet of um, air-fried pea pods or something. 
Hmm. They kind of look like a watsit once they've been cooked. Yes. Well, it's halfway through this. I'm going, yeah, I can kind of taste kebab because of the spices. Mm-hmm. One's the other thing I can taste. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can just taste peas. So it was all right, mm. but um, not great. Um, so I won't be having them again. But I had, um, I had a, I maybe saw it on Twitter, I had a, a vegan steak. I did not see this. Um, I had a conversation with um, Brian's uh, former ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, current wife. Um, about just meat. But yeah, I had that, and that was actually surprisingly good. So just mushrooms? No, it, it was uh, wheat protein, soy protein, mashed up with stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was all right, and it was like again, you cut it open, it'll still be pink in the middle. And you're like, well, yeah, because I think quite a lot of it was beetroot, <laughs> so I didn't really have much of a choice but to stay pink. Mm. But that was actually all right. So I don't think I'll have it again. It was just really this week I've been trying out a lot of shit while I'm off because I know that I'll be getting really, really bored at home and I'll want to eat. So yeah, I might yeah. as well try shit this week. Makes sense. And then get back on normal yeah. next week. Oh, I didn't put any beard oil in. I'm feeling all dry in the beard. <laughs> so, um, anything else you've achieved? No, I think I've other than quick so, trips to the shops and gone to the shop. Yeah, mowed the lawn, eating vegan meals. Yeah, <laughs> that's a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, well done. Um. Well, I put a, a new clothes pole up in my garden yesterday, or the day before. A clothes bowl? Pole. Okay, that's a Clothes pole. And like just the bit of wood you push it up with, or like or no, something actual, slightly... The actual metal pole, I had to dig a hole yeah, yeah. about a foot and a half deep. And it was perhaps hard going, because mm. um, how dry the ground, ground was. Ground. Did, <laughs> ground. Did, did you have some sort of metal spear to spike I, the ground? Funnily enough, I did. Um, which... I'm starting sort of getting the sort of square grass mm-hmm. up, which is actually the job I've got to do when I go back. I've got to replace that grass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sort of can dig in there, but at the point my dad was holding the, sp- the spike, okay. right? And I'm bending down to try and dig this grass up. Mm-hmm. And he's got the spike like six inches from my face. And I keep saying, Can you move that? Because can, I'm trying to dig a mm-hmm. hole here. And Again, the digging mm. motions. I'm very close to that spike. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, it won't be fine. It's my face. Right? Move it. And he didn't. So then I grabbed it and threw it. <laughs> and then, what did you do that for? And I'm like, because it was close to my face and you wouldn't move it. So I moved it. So and then he sat there and watched as I dug this hole and then tapped away at bridges. Mm. There you go. Here's sorry. I was quite impressed with the whole, the cement for the hole. Oh, I thought you were just going to say I was quite impressed with the hole. I'm like, oh, well done. It was well, I, Hole digger. It was practically filled before I remembered I was going to take a photo of it. Because I was going to go, look what I did on Twitter. Cause just to prove I'd done something. So, um, But yeah, because I thought we had to like mix cement or something for it. Mm-hmm. But it was pre-mixed. Oh, yeah. No, that was the thing. How often am I using cement? Okay. So we just can pour that in, stuck the pipe in. You never built a fence. No, last time we were building a fence, we got somebody to do it for us. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. It's been, well, the last time I, did, I made a fence, maybe, well, you know, the one outside my kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, me and my dad did that one, so I must have mixed cement back then, but that was 
was in the sixties. Years ago. Fifties. In the forties. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen seventy. I bought this house for seven hundred pounds. Seven shillings. <laughs> uh. People wonder why, uh, you know, kids nowadays don't want to be homeowners and go, uh, inflation, bitch. Mm. You bought the house for 1,500 quid <laughs> in 1962, and now it's 750,000. Mum bought that house ex-council. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it far off that with a discount? <laughs> you really did get a deal on that. Yeah. Now the council's like, oh, shit, we want to buy everyone's houses back. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. My house. <laughs> and I didn't pay anything for it. Yeah, fine. <laughs> 750,000 pounds. <laughs> uh, you have to buy me new house. <laughs> Actually, there was a man to that. They, they're just moving down to... Derby. Air or something. Down there. <laughs> um, and honestly, if I'd had the money, I'd have bought their house and moved because their house is fucking great. But honestly, I don't... I mean, you you know, the only way around it is you'd have to convince your ma to sell her house well, and then buy that house. I'm not joking. We did speak about that, but yeah, it was still, no, because their one was like twice the value, if not, well, probably three times the value of our one. Yeah, so you have to pay a mortgage like everyone else. Yeah, well, she's retired, so. Yeah, but you're not, you tight fucker. I pay 600 quid a rent every month. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> this, this, conversation, this conversation turned. I'm not. <laughs> Why do uh, I want to pay the thing? Because everyone else does. Uh, <laughs> it's like Ravenshire when he had that flat. I might start paying rent on this one day. You fucking prick. <laughs> oh, was it his fault? Was yeah. So, don't get me wrong, it's not the nicest place, but it would be if you didn't live here, Raven. Yeah. You're a filth wizard. <laughs> <laughs> the things he can do with filth. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like one of the, the he's like pollution from the, the, one of the four warlords of the apocalypse. He just <laughs> runs his hands across something that's instantly greasy and tainted. <laughs> he's like the fifth one, but they don't want to associate with him. <laughs> you just, you just stay back there. Because well, he ate pestilence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gallons of it. If <laughs> anything, one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, they're going to need all those extra calories for all the killing and stuff they're doing. Exactly. So it balances out. I don't think they actually do any killing, right? They just sort of ride past and everyone dies. Yeah, definitely dies. That's in his name. No, but it's just like, you know, he. Like like, m- like Moses parting a wave, right? Isn't it just like he's on a horse and then every human being near him just falls over? You ever swung a scythe? Hmm? You ever swung a scythe? Can I we, believe I have, yeah. But, I mean, physical. I have, but not to the point of actually using it. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's definitely going to be using it. Even if he just wants to get the ball rolling. Yeah, he just has it on his back like a guitar, like John Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh. Or like when Bono, you always see Bono holding a guitar, but you never see him strum it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and yeah. there's, there's there's four members of the apocalypse, and there's four people in you too. I think I've nailed something here. Which one's which? Then? Adam Clayton's war, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> a bubbling cauldron of rage. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> oh. 
And I think the best way to what isn't edge because what you got right you got you got pestilence, pestilence and war famine and famine war and then just death, death yeah and that's it yeah <clears throat> he was quite thin on that uh, songs of innocence that Larry Larry Mullen so maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's famine <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> so well, uh, so uh, pestilence and death is left. So pestilence, I think pestilence, de- Bono, because he can be really fucking annoying. Yeah, but he pestilence. has to be death, right? He does with them big old glasses in the nineties. All covering his big empty plus eye he sockets. Is, plus, he is the leader. I mean, yeah, but that makes Edge pestilence, and that seems that doesn't seem to fit. Right, you know, he's bold, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so am I, but, you know, mm. I'm not suggesting a hair rotted away <laughs> through, through ill treatment. Well, there's a thing now. Um, I don't know why this made me think of that, but it's bald people. Um, Richard E. Grant in Star Wars. I mean, how hasn't he done it already? Uh, why why cool. didn't he play Grand Moff Tarkin in some sort of prequel? Mm. Well, apparently one of the rumours is he's playing... <clears throat> oh, I tried to turn my head and cough out of the mic and failed. Mm. Um, Admiral Thrawn, T H R A W N. Okay, how am I how am I supposed to know this man? It's from uh, Star Wars Rebels. He's this blue, obviously um, Imperial Admiral dude. Oh, I thought you meant he's obviously blue. I'm like, oh yeah, because he's British. Yeah, and then uh, I sort of saw photos of the character, well, pictures of the character. Mm. Yeah, actually, he'd he pretty much nailed that. This is episode nine at the minute they're working on. Yeah. I just, I'm having trouble caring. I definitely, I don't care as much as I used to, I think, but I definitely still care about it. Mm. And maybe I don't know. Last Jedi maybe spoil that a little. But I mean, people have got a lot of hate for Last Jedi. I don't, I think it's great. I mean, I've sat through it twice, but I did refer to it as sitting through it. Mm. I watched it again the other day. Mm-hmm. For something to do. Wow. Um, <laughs> just, high praise indeed. And, and, and just, I think it's really, I spend the entire film looking forward to that end battle. Not for the end battle. Mm-hmm. Just for that dude who like tastes the ground. Oh, exposition ground yeah, boy. And goes, oh, it's salt. And just the look on the face of the guy next to him just going, What? <laughs> <laughs> You're tasting the fucking ground, you dick. <laughs> yeah. No, but I just, I, <laughs> just the reaction, just the, oh, fuck, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just spend the entire film looking forward to that. I don't know. Because it's a character piece, right? It doesn't really have a plot. And when you start to pull the plot apart, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Which is, I think, what some people have issue with. Mm. In that, literally, Ryan Johnson went, these people are here. How do you put them down to their worst, you know, and then up again, make them better people kind yeah. of thing? And I don't think he quite succeeded. Because, like, Poe is just a dick. Yeah. He just created a dick of a character, but still a remarkably upbeat dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that, that seemed to be his thing was like, he was always, like, yeah, okay, this is fine. I can get out of this. And then in this one, he's just like, yeah, you, you're a mass murderer, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No. 
the whole going to the planet to get the code breaker thing was kind of a huge waste of time as well. Yes. Except for the fact that it got um, Benicio Del Toro in there somewhere. Yeah. Just for the sake of it. Pretty much. I mean, there was no need to have him. No. Mm. And from what I hear, initially, when they went down for the code breaker, it was going to be Lando. And you know what? That's better. Yeah. <laughs> definitely makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But they're saving that for the next movie, so they can kill him in that. <laughs> we have to kill an old person. Yeah. We don't want to kill any of the new characters. Think of the merchandise and the old ones. Yeah, well, everyone's already got figures of them, so let's just kill them. They could bring... Uh, they could throw Lando through some sort of time warp and then bring out Donald Glover. Mm, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything's possible in Star Wars. Indeed, and we do like Donald Glover. Yep. Considering that Solo wasn't very good, Donald Glover's had a very good year. Oh, why not have like can have Billy D. Williams in there? Mm-hmm. But then you go, hey, look. I've made a younger clone of me. Time to die. See you later. Here you go. And it comes down. Uh, Don Glover. It's a shame that Vern Troyer isn't still around there, right? You could start <laughs> it off as Vern Troyer uh, with CGI, like Don Glover's face over the top. <laughs> a test tube just you know, knocking on the window. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in agony. <laughs> and halfway through, it's uh, Dinklage. That's, that's harsh. Nothing wrong with Dinklage. No, but you know, so yeah. he'd, he'd have makeup on. You're just thinking about height. Your height is now. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, we'll get work or something. I mean, don't get me wrong. Him. Before you get to Donald Glover, you can get to me. I'm only five foot six. Mm. Actually, I'm five foot eight. But, you know, seven. Seven. Because my, my doctor said I was five foot seven and a half, and I went, no one's ever said that before. I'm taking that half inch. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fair enough. It's always like the doctor was like, this person has a thing about their height. <clears throat> and I didn't until they gave me that half inch. Never discussed my height with my doctor. How does that not come up? Maybe you're just tall enough. Maybe you're taller than all the doctors because, you know, they have to reach up for that little bit and put it on top of your head. And they're like, mm. I'm not standing on a chair. Fair <laughs> mm. I think I've been measured properly since I was at school or whatever. It's a shame. Yeah. What, you six foot seven? Mis- uh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, I want to measure myself now in case I'm not as tall as I think I am. Okay. Because I think it would annoy me. Oh, you don't want to measure yourself no. in case. You just want to be as tall as you think you are. Yeah. Good for you. That's your own reality you're creating. Mm-hmm. That's where madness starts. <laughs> <Well. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Uh. Just add it to the list. <laughs> uh. I definitely don't think I'm tall enough. No, you've said this numerous times, yeah. and it's insane, because you're a foot taller than me. Like, foot. <laughs> well, of course you're not. You're I'm five. like 6'2 or something. I know, but I just said yeah. you're 6'7. I know. And I said I was 5'7. So that was true in the world of lies. <laughs> well, that had to be 6'7 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. So. Anyway, I'm Richard. No, I'm Gareth. How you doing? <laughs> How long have we been going before we introduce ourselves this day? Uh, 643 bars. I didn't put it on time today. Oh. Did you have
21 minutes. Oh, that's not bad for us, really. That's pretty good. No, I think we should do Nine Inch Nails first, though, because it's quite short, and oh. then do Kamasi. And then we'll put my inverse. Cool. Right. Well, I thought I panicked there for a minute. I thought my notes had disappeared, but... Yeah. Oh, God, I really don't have much. You don't oh. need much. It's like, is this <clears> what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll dive in and go, look, there's nothing to say. I'm pretty sure we've almost talked <laughs> longer than the EP already. Well, you're 20 minutes, it's 30 something minutes. And technically, it's not an EP, it is an LP. It's not an LP. That's what they call it. They said it's not an EP because it turned it longer. So it, their trilogy thing's been two EPs and an LP. It's not an LP. Just what, that's what they call it. It's not. If that's what Trent wants, then that's what Trent yeah, gets. Yeah, but no offense to Trent, he's full of shit. Yeah, well. Because one of these tracks that is quite long is nothing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can actually tell you right off the top of that. That is uh, at track three, which um, is an instrumental and a waste of time. There you go. <laughs> End of review. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, play the goddamn part. Yep. Yeah. But also, also, uh, I'm not from this world. It just sounds like half a dozen of his soundtrack ideas hammered together. Mm. So I could you could throw both of those away, really. Well, I'll tell you right now, my notes for that are builds, but ultimately to nothing, kind of frustrating. Done. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. Well, spoilers <clears throat> for the future, guys, but let's fly back yeah. and go uh, Bad Witch, the new P by Nine Inch Nails, yeah. creating a trilogy of noise. Yes. Released June 22nd. 2018 mm-hmm. runtime 30 minutes 14 seconds mm-hmm. um, reviews review mm-hmm. roundup review roundup oh, I forgot I did that oh Jesus that was a loud pop mm-hmm. um, all music and slant magazine mm-hmm. three and a half stars yes the AV club B minus mm-hmm. the Boston Globe favorable oh. the independent three stars okay Nimi, Nimi, five stars, which is insane. <laughs> it's not insane if it's out of ten. It's not. <laughs> um, pitchfork, eight out of ten. Yeah, I could probably go that. Cool, mm-hmm. four stars. Metacritic, seventy-seven out of one hundred. Mm. The charts, chart, le chart. <laughs> oh, I never got French. Le chart is yeah. on the branch. <laughs> Um, UK, 12. The UK rock chart, 1. Mm-hmm. US Billboard, 200, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but the alternative in rock charts, it reached number 2. Mm-hmm. Scottish, mm-hmm. 6. Irish, 50. Irish, don't really have the 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 thing, but Scottish charts, we really keep it on the pulse. Yeah. We have very good taste in music. I almost always agree with the Scottish charts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Australia, 9. Canada, 15. Canada. New Zealand, 4. And for some reason, uh, Japan, 43. I'd say say to add Japan. It just seems to me the kind of thing they'd like. So I, yeah. Out of the whole list, because there was also other ones there. I couldn't give you a And later on, you were listening to Electric Eel Shock and Mad Capsule I Markets. I find myself, um, this is obviously not Japanese, but I find myself re-listening to Bleachers. Yeah. It's all right. I don't, I think, don't think I like that much. 
back when we reviewed it. Are you, did that dawn on you because psychically you know that record on that turntable is the Bleachers album? Oh, is it? <laughs> no, I had no idea. I just saw it in my list and thought, oh, I'm going to re-listen to that. Mm. And I did. True story. <laughs> Isn't it though? But it is an enjoyable album. I like it. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's the only album I've bought really in the last like six months. Well, I've kept anyway. Yeah. I haven't flipped on someone. I need to flip you for real. No, no track one. <clears throat> Shit mirror. Shit mirror. Shit mirror. Should we play some of it? Is that going to happen? Um, if you like. I don't know. That seems like an asshole. <laughs> Let's not bother. <laughs> Let's not and say we did. Hold on. I think I can do this. If I go in here. Hello. I'm still on. I'm, I'm not on mic anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. And go up here and go, oh, look, nine inch nails. <laughs> that was remarkably easy. <laughs> oh, and is this going to come out of our ears and kill oh, us? Oh, I'm going to move this off here for a second. I'm going to love it if it's deafening. Oh, no, hold on. I'm going to change this about and see if it deafens us. <laughs> Sound. Um, here. Uh, something's as good as a change or something, whatever. Uh. Right, yeah, don't, headphones off, my friend. Yeah. Oh, it's so quiet, no one can hear it at all. Well Maybe done. Maybe it's so loud that only dogs can hear it. Maybe. Well, that worked. Oh. <laughs> Rather than worrying about everything over here, because I don't know what I'm playing with. Oh. Oh! Ugh. I know how to do it. Okay. Or do I? Can we, can we be bothered now? This is the problem, right? Because all my cables are nice and tidy. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Ooh. This goes to here, that goes to there, this goes to here, that goes there. Oh, no, that fills us all together, that doesn't work. This is E. This goes to turn. Deedly D. And one more thing. Just one. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Pop these off just in case for a second. <laughs> that goes here. And this can go into output. No, hold on. Um, that goes there. And that's already there as well. Dilly do. Right, it should be fine. Huh. So if it doesn't work, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing. Not a single peep. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, oh. There we go. That helps. Ooh. It sounds awful, though, isn't it? Which is mm. nice. Very low quality. From uh, This is uh, my... Insulting. Oh, it's, it's really pushing the, the whole thing. Yeah, it's very loud. I can't hear it at all. That's just oh, something I, about my deafness. I could, could hear nothing but it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, are, you, are you sure it's, uh, are you sure it's uh, not loud? No, we need it louder. No, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh. let's, all right, hold on. Let me pop this a little bit down here and let me pop this back. And do it again. There you go. That's not so bad. Yeah, that's all right. Now. Oh, jeez. You were like. 
Yeah, I am, because it, look, it's like touching my nose hole or something. Oh. But, uh... This one grey hair is really upsetting me in my chin. Every time I look at the mic, I can see it. It's right yeah. here somewhere. Yeah, I see it. That's upsetting. It's bone white. It <laughs> just... Just... Just taunts me. Yeah. I went to see uh, a couple of peeps yesterday, and, uh... Uh, my friend Mike has shaved off his uh, beard, and he's like, I was, yeah. I was sick of people uh, saying I looked like an old man um, because old of my, my white beard. And you're like, but it, it's cool. Yeah. You know, like Doctor Strange and shit. That's what I'm thinking. Nice. That's why I have my beard. <laughs> it's distinguished. Oh, I'm totally buy some Tiffex and just do the sides of my head. <laughs> <laughs> just use cool. an underarm roller. That, that leaves white marks, doesn't it? They always used Does to. It? Oh, no. I, d- I don't know. I use uh, I use Lady Antiperspirant anyway. Whatever's cheapest. That's how I roll. <laughs> oh. That's why I smell luscious. I smell like uh, a Ruby Cocoa Beans uh, Kit Kat. <laughs> what? Ruby Cocoa Beans. I've talked about this before. They're the greatest Kit Kat in the world and you can't eat them. Ha! Oh, in your face. <laughs> you uh, open the packet and they're actually purple. Mm. Because of a special type of cocoa bean. That when you dip it in coffee, oh, I don't dip things. Hmm? I don't dip things. No, because you don't like things mixed. Because you're a freak. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my beans to touch my egg. I don't want my egg to touch my bacon. I want everything separated, like in prison. Yes. As it should be. <laughs> whites and what? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, even the whites and the yolks of the Quite. egg separated. <laughs> yes. Oh, for the yolks are the worst bit. What are you talking about? They're amazing. That's where all the goodness is. That's what, like, if I did a fried egg, when I did eat fried eggs, um, it had to be fried to the point where that middle bit was, like, I can't have that runny at all. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. If it's solid, I'll eat it, but if it's runny, no. I mean, you're 40, but your hands are suggesting it too. No. No, they're not runny eggs. That's the thing. I mean, I'm having a weird reaction. I'm just thinking about it. So I think on Twitter the other day as well, because I was playing Fallout 4, mm. and I suddenly had a thought, as like, as you get into your power armor and it closes behind you. No idea, but carry on. Right. I, only, I just thought to myself, what if that's closing and you get a little tiny little bit of skin trapped in it, and that thing all of it might be shut, and it just mm-hmm. shuts on that bit of skin. And that thought at that moment almost made me pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, where did that thought come from, and why did it have such a reaction for me? But yeah, it was just it was just suddenly this thought about that, but it's getting curtain. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and a good thing I was sitting down because I might have actually fainted. It's horrible. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't see this coming. It's a, it's a twist. Weird. Anyway. Oh. Nine inch nail. So yeah, you know, high energy start, <clears throat> right, on this track. Yeah. Um, it's got the <laughs> fracture-esque glitch vocal thing, which, um, you know, uh, uh, like... Or maybe it's not on the vocals on this one, but you know what I mean by Frank. It's it's um, it's like a VST plugin. Basically, it just turns it on and off really quickly and adds distortion. Right. It's obviously and it's free as well. I feel like it's something he would have bought. Because mm. <laughs> um, I mean, like I say, the opening it does sound like something that Scott Pilgrim would fight to. Yes, which is good. Um, but then to say the lyrics kind of suggest that it's kind of like a new world, new times. Like they're mm-hmm. getting something, but it is very kind of 
for me, old school Nine Inch Nails. Well, I don't think it's even old school. Like it's it's mid period Nine Inch Nails to me, because old Nine Inch Nails is all synthy. Yeah, and then he got depressed and addicted to heroin, right? And yeah. that's where you get hurt and everything. Well, else. that's that's really the only like I've listened to all, all mm-hmm. that stuff, but obviously the only one that I really have listened to mm-hmm. far too much is um, Downward Spiral. Yeah. He gets over that, right? Then you get the fragile, but he's yeah. still super depressed. But I see, you listen to the opening of this, though, mm-hmm. in this track, and, like, the first track off Downward Spiral, mm-hmm. not identical, but it's well, look, I thought, close. I, um, I would say that that first track on Downward Spiral, which is, oh, I can't even think what it is off the top of my head. It's uh, Mr. Self-Destruct. Right. Is a lot more restrained. Like you can hear all the, I can hear it all in my head, and it feels a lot more open. Than this. They've got a lot more distortion on it, mm. and that's the sort of thing they brought in on like White Teeth, mm. where they're like just <laughs> make it feel industrial, adds layers of white noise to everything. Mm. So like, and yeah, I don't know. And there's also only three minutes and eight seconds, well, and, and it goes through fifteen changes. This is one of my notes about this album mm-hmm. is that this is such a relief to be listening to an album where each track isn't like 12 minutes long. <laughs> well, I don't because the ones that are long on this uh, seem pointlessly long. Yeah. I don't I have think, that. I think the longest one is like seven minutes or something. That's the, is that the... That's the over the, and out, which I would quite yeah. happily just throw out. Yeah. And I don't mean that it's not worth anything. I just... Trent Reznor is very much in two camps nowadays, right? And those camps have the same people. He does his soundtracks with Atticus Ross, mm-hmm. who he has now brought in as the second and only second official member of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. So they made this, but they also make their soundtracks. And the over and out sounds like their soundtrack work and does not belong with Nine Inch Nails. Mm. <laughs> it's almost like they were like, we need to make it a bit longer. We've got hundreds of hours of this shit. Just hammer it together. Um, yeah. So, but um, yeah, the stop-start kind of nature of this first track is kind of cool. Um, and at the very, they don't worry about building it up until the end, which is always good. They build it up and it's, like, it's gone. But we want more. Too late. Um, and then we dive into what's the other one called? Ahead of ourselves. Ahead of ourselves, which. It's kind of alright, mm-hmm. except underwater vocals. One really odd choice with the vocals mm-hmm. is that they do seem to have been walking down the aisle of their local Asda, like the toy mm-hmm. aisle, mm-hmm. and they've seen, oh look, here's all the Doctor Who stuff that they're getting rid of in the sale. Mm-hmm. Here's a kind of sonic screwdriver things. Mm-hmm. Oh look, a Dalek voice changer. Obviously, I hear it more as like uh, they've put a microphone at the bottom of like a, a bowl of apples. Uh, Halloween and he's singing into it we're trying to pick one up <laughs> while being a Dalek and that's where his problem was Daleks mm-hmm. don't have mouths exactly so well they do but inside the armour remember that oh yeah uh, little yeah. like hey, rotted people yeah little flesh bags let's try and get to this <laughs> rotted flesh bags which brings us back to that guy we mentioned a minute ago that I've forgotten the name of Trent uh, Troy Brian Abbott in the morning? Oh, the tiny man. Well, then, Never, yeah, okay, I fucked up. I, I'm tired. I'm tired, you stop. 
I've been up since uh, half ten last night. Well, there's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. You're on holiday. You're supposed to get a normal body clock and act like a normal human being. Uh, well, yeah, but that didn't happen. Okay. Well, technically, I've been staying up later, but then getting up at the normal time, which means I've roughly had maybe four hours sleep a night. I mean, you know, that's all Margaret Thatcher needed, and she looked great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of the underwater vocals. But other than that, it's a, it's another sort of propulsive kind of concept. I mean, mm. it's no. Um, <coughs> but considering how short this album is, right? And we're already a couple of tracks in. All these tracks could probably be a minute shorter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you start going, oh, nothing's happened anymore. They've just sort of wandered off. It's almost like Trent's like, I'm going out for a cigarette. I'll be back. Yeah. Because yeah. so you get to track three, mm-hmm. which I just I just hated, um, which is, yeah, play the goddamn part, mm-hmm. which is the your five-minute instrumental. And... Mm-hmm. I don't know. The problem for me is, right, oh, like, oh, you'll guess that this is where I start to uh, reminisce about his work on the Lost Highway soundtrack with, with David Lynch. No, uh, yeah. It's very reminiscent of the stuff he did on that and with Bowie in the 90s. Um, and you start getting real Bowie vibes. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. on, before they, like, uh, what he, he was doing on Blackstar, mixed with. Yeah, this like lost highway vibe, and I must admit, this building into the next track is like a twofer. Yeah, I really quite like. But then one of my favourite things that Trent Reznor has ever done is Driver Down. Do you know that? No. Let's see if I can find it. It's definitely on here. I'm going to pause that one just now because <laughs> I would literally would have pressed play five seconds later, and now you've ruined my search. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Because this is no better. Oh, I don't have the thing on it. I'm fine, fuck you. I don't have my hard drive attached, so it's, no. it's elsewhere. And I don't have it on my uh, phone, I don't think. Well, this is upsetting. This has ruined everything. It's such a good track. No. It's uh, It's slightly more relentless than that one, which is good. Yeah, you've made it. You really sold it to me. There you go. So this one's like what? Oh, it's only five minutes. I thought it was much longer. Let's see if I can get this in here. Let's get some. I'm seeing similarities. <laughs> but with more glitching, it's even worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then. Bill Pullman's free jazz, if you remember that from the film, coming mm. through. And it just builds and builds, and then it gets to this bit. And this bit actually feels like what's in the background of that song there, but there's waves of distortion over it as well. Okay. <laughs> I just, it's just very light. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel my eyes pulsing with that. That's how uh, deaf I am nowadays. I don't hear any of that. Mm. 
Messi, turn. I mean, I hear it, but like yeah. normal. Messi, turn four. God break down the door. Mm-hmm. Um, released seventeenth May, twenty eighteen. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been described as either electro jazz or jazz fusion. I would describe it as neither. I would say uh, I'd describe it as yet again. Uh, Angelo Badalamenti Twin Peaks style yeah. mixed with the horns from uh, Black Star by David Bowie well yeah I, I mean, it did remind me a lot of Black Star but mainly for the fact that definitely other than again, a lot of the jazz we have listened to recently mm-hmm. I much like Black Star mm-hmm. I felt completely lost in this album and like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. I can freely admit that. I'm can. Yeah, yeah. I know nothing about music, and it really showed here. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of this at all. <laughs> and this couple of tracks just confused the fucking life out of me. But the thing is, even the way Reznor's singing makes me think of Bowie on Black like, like everything well, that, is Bowie. And I think it's later on. Well, I say track six over and out. Yeah, he. Almost like he's reanimated Bowie for this, and he's yeah. just like pretend to be me, Bowie, but sing <laughs> like you, because <laughs> he is just doing a fucking spot on Bowie impression, really. Mm-hmm. If not in uh, uh, sound, but in like you know delivery, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, and even when like the, you know what? Even when um, the the sort of drum and bass loops come in. Of sorts. That just makes you think of. Um, remember when uh, Bowie used to wear that that Union Jack uh, jacket back in the day? No. That was what was that? That wasn't the Hello Space Boy. You know there was that there was a period about ninety seven Earthling, I think the album was, where he dropped like drum and bass bits and then danced wildly. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that even gives yeah. a vibe of that. Ugh. It's not as bad as it sounds. Seems pretty bad. It's pretty good. It's got uh, "I'm Afraid of Americans" on it, which, going full circle, the video has Trent Reznor as a, a as a psychotic fan of David Bowie driving a taxi and not letting him out, hmm. like a Travis Bickle type. Okay. Yeah, that that was accidental. <laughs> um, did I mix these tracks up? I thought over and out was the last track. It is. Well, it's not on my one. Track five, I'm not from this world. Yeah, no. I say we've already discussed it. Goes nowhere and does nothing. Yeah, no, I think I possibly labelled them wrong. Or I didn't write something. Oh, you go. So, yeah, no, soundtrack leftovers, I'm not from this world. And then, so let's skip that all together. Cut seven minutes and it's annoying. He found an old drum machine. It's always (coughs) nice. Are you sure? Because I think this is yeah. This, this is, is uh, over and out. Yeah. But yeah, he really takes the Bowie impression up here. Yeah. Um. Alright, so I really like the opening in this and everything. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite soothing for some reason, and it's quite a sort of simple but busy track. Yeah. But yeah, then he does again. He's all inspired by Bowie. He goes out the window. He's not inspired by Bowie. He's mm. just doing Bowie. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. like, that's like again, hundred percent Bowie. 
That's that's Johnny Depp doing a David Bowie impersonation. <laughs> oh, while beating it. his wife. Oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> and then classic building release. And we're out already. Yeah. I think Not it's the best of the three, personally. Really? Yeah. I don't at all. No? I, will, I, I have only given this four out of ten. Oh, I gave it four out of five. Hmm. But I had to dump... Um, I say, and that's even dumping three out of the, uh, two of the tracks as not being necessary. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm not of this world I'm not a fan of. But I don't mind play, play the goddamn part. I see that as one sort of like ten-minute song, really. Well, I, I kind of liked Shit Mirror. Mm-hmm. And Overnight's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything else can kind of... No, no, I'm, I, I don't mind yeah. the, the like the bulk of it. Generally speaking, I think it's pretty strong, and I think you could take the strong tracks from this and the strong tracks from the first one and make a pretty good album. I cannot remember strong tracks in the second one, which is why I can't say that. I always forget the order they're in. I can't remember the songs at all. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, and it can't you can't be that unmemorable and expect a good review. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't even think it's on here, the second one. It's not. Lots of downward spiral, lots of fragile. More fragile. More fragile. What was it? <laughs> it was ad violence. Not the actual event. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have either. Okay. I only have this one. So there you go. <laughs> a four out of ten and an eight out of ten, I suppose, from me. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit harsh. I like four out of five. That feels right. Eight out of ten seems harsh. Uh, like, uh, seven out of ten for me. There you go. Well, it works out when sort of Metacritic and stuff. So. You know what I mean? I'm bringing it down as a ten. I'm just yeah. saying. You know. There we are. Because it's, uh, yeah, true story. <laughs> um, next time, I think, depending how things go, and I think we're back to Batman because this will come out after one we're going to record next. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing. <laughs> also, by that time, I think it will be September, and we'll have just wished our lives away. Oh, too late. Bloody August already. Oh, oh, it's so hot. Oh, I should never shave my head. I've got so brown. <laughs> yeah. And other things old people say. I'm avoiding the sun completely. I was kind of concerned when I was out digging that hole the other day, but luckily the clouds covered up everything. <laughs> Yay. Huzzah! No sun for me. So, um, yeah, when we come back, we'll start with season two of Batman. And that's the long haul. I mm. like this big delay we've put in the middle, though. It, it's actually felt quite good. Because I definitely needed a break before. We yeah. did 35 episodes in a row, right? Yeah. And we're about to do, I think, 70 <laughs> episodes for, like, season two. Yeah. I don't I don't like that idea <laughs> at all, frankly. We'll do a mid-season break. Hmm? We'll do a mid-season break. Well, well, it'll probably naturally hit for Christmas anyway. Yeah. Because there's a point where, you know, we were doing, obviously recording two every week, and depending how things go, and I'm still only about every fortnight at the minute. So that was actually half the... Release schedule. Basically, it would take these 120 episodes we were going to do in a year and then make it two years instantly. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you wish your life away. Yeah. 
Just by losing a couple of hours on the Sunday. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh, I can't even, can't even <laughs> press stop. Oh, well, we haven't said to, to um, cheese it. And cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Cheese it! Fuck bar.